0: start off this episode by how can i how can i say this in a way that you won't be annoyed wow um so i i huh wow (laughs) so uh i actually listened to all of drake's album and i'm gonna be completely honest i only liked one track on it but after listening to that album i can honestly say and I'm com- being completely genuine. And I'll explain my... I'll explain any... And I'll defend everything I'm go- uh, I'll say, but... Drake is the GOAT now. Officially, he has to be the GOAT.
1: Why does everyone get fixated on calling people the GOAT? But... Before you answer my question, why do you think he's the GOAT?
0: Okay, so... Drake has been a successful artist in many different genres. We have never seen any other artists do that. We have seen... I'm not saying that he's number one in each genre, but if you could be dominant in each one, then, hey, man, I got to give it up to you. And with the whole definition of GOAT, the only reason why there is... I, I will call him, I'll bring up the whole goat conversation. It's just the fact that in, in this day and age, we always want to know who's the goat for our era or for all time. So, you know, I'm going to continue the conversation. So what
1: is the definition of dominating though? Because was this album decent? Yeah, it was decent. But like, was it a, like a really good dance house album? Like, is it one of the best I've ever listened to? It's nowhere near that. I just feel that because Drake has a lot of fans, um, whenever he puts something out, I know I'm going to listen. I know you're going to listen. I know a lot of people are going to listen. At that point, like, the first time play, it, it's, he's just going to dominate based off, that, based off of that alone. It's not truly, like, a great, like, dance album. Like, are there some songs that are okay? Yeah, there are. You know, the rap album, or the rap song at the end with 21 Savage, I like that best. That was my favorite song on the whole album. So, I don't know, man. I just feel that, like, Drake is definitely one of the best artists of this generation, but we gotta chill, man. We gotta chill when we say that he dominates in every other genre. Like, that's not, that's just cat,
0: man. Ron, when he did a reggae album, when he did an R&B album, when now he did a house album, it was number one. Like, Ron, the thing about it is we have numbers to back it up. And but all those albums where he where he uh, performed and created music for that genre, he did super well in. Even the whole UK era that he had, you know? You got to give it up to him. But in those
1: albums he's collaborating with people you know that basically are from that field or from that area that genre of music so to me like he's he's kind of like working with somebody that's in that genre gets a, a sense of the vibes like the flavor and doing it well you know what i mean but like when it comes to the house stuff it's like he didn't really work with anybody that i i could see And I don't know if it was that great. Like, as a house album, no. Like, I I don't think it was that great. Was it better than CLB? I'll definitely say it was better than CLB because I like more mellow music. So, like, it's definitely a better listen to me. But is, is it that, like, a GOAT album? Come on,
0: man. Come on, Mike. No, no, it's for sure. I Again, I only liked one song on it. Right. But you don't don't like house
1: music. You don't like dance. I, I
0: don't. But for me to but still, Ron, I have to give the man credit where it's due. Ron, I'm not saying he needs to be number one, but if you're telling me you could it's like it's like LeBron right now, right? LeBron is able to he went on three different teams, won three championships, and won three and won finals MVP on each of those teams. That shows greatness. That shows wherever you step, you will dominate. You will produce. And Drake has done it. And then your, your comment about he had big-name people in that drama, in that genre, sorry, all artists has that advantage. They could easily call up someone. If you want to do country, you can call up Billy Ray. If you want to do rock, you can call up Linkin Park. Then why we all didn't it happen in this
1: album? Then why didn't happen in this album? Because he if said, he yo, I'm going to do
0: th- it. Yeah, but he just chose to do it on his own. And Ron, look at the numbers. He's doing well. I, you know, for honestly,
1: some- like I said, the album's better than CLB. Is it better than Take Care? Hell no. You know, like, I, I I don't think that's his best album, in my opinion. So is it better than that? No. Um, It's definitely a decent album. Is it a great album? No, I, I don't feel that and honestly this whole numbers business man like everyone talks about how they hate analytics and sports and you're one of the people that questions analytics but then you're using analytics and stats to justify why he's the goat like come on man
0: come on sports, you can't pick you, and choose man no you yes you choose. can Ron. Ron so is Draymond Green a good player or a bad player he's a good player but his stats don't say that
1: no but like not everyone he he gets he gets all the type of stats that you need in a team sport that he has he has a team of players that can do whatever the hell he can't and he does everything that they can so he's like people view him as a great player
0: ron ron in sports you can't compare sports to music remember yes in music ron there's no they're all artists
1: bro they're all artists man
0: so what about Ben Wallace? What about Dennis Rodman? What about those All guys? artists. Those athletes? Yes, they're all artists. Oh, man. yeah, but, Ron, again, you can't use uh, stats to, to measure their greatness. You can't. Because if that was the case, Le- LeBron, and we're just going to do stats alone, LeBron is easily better than Jordan. But we both know he's not. Right? So you can't use. So I know I'm not a big fan on analytics. I rely on it maybe 30 percent. But why is he not better than
1: Jordan? Because we're using the eye test. But you, but that's what I'm saying with Drake. You're using numbers.
0: So okay, what what other metric could I use to 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 gauge Drake's success?
1: Well, he did a house album. Compare it to other house albums. When he does an R&B album or a reggae album, compare it. I say Take Care is his best album. That was R&B. I think that that was like really good. That compares to like some of the best R&B albums I've ever listened to. I can't argue the same with anything after, you know, Views. And that's when the whole experimentation happened.
0: But Ron, a lot of people would say uh, nothing was ever the same. I believe that's the name of the album. Um, they were saying that album was his greatest album. And I have heard that. From a lot, majority of people will either say "Take Care" or that album. But it's that was all before views.
1: Like he, his first album was good. I can't remember what it's called. Um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking? That album was good for sure. But then "Take Care" was it. it just it's completely at a different level. Nothing was the same. Was really good too. Um, I I feel like uh, if you're reading this is too late, that's great. Um, what is it, Views was great like all of these albums were like good, they're great man, but like I don't know, like this whole experimentation thing, I feel that some of them like were, with some of them worked enough but like this one, I just I don't know man, there's something about it where I just feel like it was just very, it was a very simple house album but it's Drake, and Drake is trying something new, so I know that Yes, he is experimenting. Kudos to that. But I don't think he did a proper job on this. For what it was, it was decent. But if you're comparing it to House, ah, come on,
0: man. So what other metrics other than numbers can we use? I said
1: compare it to other House albums. Listen to the beats, the beats the beats the beats that's the biggest thing with it when it comes to house the beats were pretty simple in my opinion
0: like so, that's the b-
1: biggest thing in had house dance like the beats are the biggest thing and the
0: beats were not they weren't that great but this is what i'm trying to get at you think that this last album was better than certified lover boy i think it's reverse right so it's all de- it all depends on um the person's opinion how they feel about that album that's why you can't use that as a metric at least with the eye test if i see a deflection by a basketball player if i see a person able to stay in front of their man yes that's not a statistical category but at least we can watch and see right that's what i'm trying to get at a guy being but, a point forward right but being able to push the tempo
1: you can't like when you're using stats The biggest celebrity is always going to win when it comes to music,
0: like automatically. Not all the case. Look at the award shows. How many times have artists been robbed? No, no,
1: no, 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 no. That's not why people consider artists to be great. They consider them to be great based on listens, album plays, like all that type of stuff, album buys and all that crap. That's how they determine who the great ones are, because whenever those type of artists don't win Grammys, everyone says they got robbed. The Grammys is more of a subjective thing.
0: Okay, Ron. Okay. bro, like, you're
1: just going based off like I, like I honestly, I just feel like that narrative when it goes to stats all the time. It's a very simple argument, man. it's It's just too simple. like it sometimes. When it comes to stats, like, there's a lot of things that go into them. Some of my favorite artists, they're not the biggest artists. But, and they're never going to get, like, stats like that because they're not at that level. But they're still good musicians. Oh, for sure. But they're not good enough. No, they're just not the greatest. Because, like, Drake, like I said, this guy had a run. It's like he puts out anything the second he announces it. The second he announces it, you know that it's going to get the most listens. Beyonce can do that. Kanye West can do that. Like, they're on a different level. So, like, no matter what they say, an album's coming out. Even Jay-Z, it's like, everyone's going to listen. So, it's always ha- it always has a chance to be one of the biggest of all time. Always. That, like, yeah, are they great artists? Yeah, but, like, is the every album that they put out after their, like, You know, their peak album, The Greatest? Like, I don't think, uh, what is it, Donda was the greatest Kanye album. It was good, but it wasn't the greatest one. But then, I'm assuming that there was a lot of listens on that, so people could argue that that's his greatest album, which you know is not the case.
0: So, I must compare with other artists, and that can be a second measuring stick, I must Right? Correct? I just want to get this straight. Cause I'm just saying, I'm gonna start doing that. the
1: genre, within the genre, if it's a house album, we have to compare them to other house artists. Like, I, as I said, my biggest issue is that the beats were very simple. Like, they're not... I didn't feel like they were... They were... Like, I don't know, man. I don't know how to even describe it. It's like... You, like the... I don't know. I just feel like it's a vibe, man. Like, when you're listening to house music, there's a vibe. Drake, some of the beats, they, they... They almost got me to be vibing, but like not all of them. Not even not as close as to
0: other artists I've listened to, man. Okay, so it's a it's a vibe a vibe o meter too, <laughs> bro. Man, okay. you can say
1: whatever you want, man. You can say I I know you don't listen to that type of music, so you don't know what I'm talking no, about. No, I man. don't.
0: I know I, you don't. don't. Obviously, you don't. So you don't know what I'm talking about. No, no, no. But I, I listen to rap though, right? And when I hear good rap, I hear good rap, right? There's no eye test it's you're you're good. was this album good? You have more than three four good tracks then you yes, you check my, that off, then you have a decent album, right but for just Drake to be able to dip his hand in multiple genres and be you know still winning art uh artists of the decade and Winning all them awards and getting paid. But he's great. No, no, no. But he's a great no, no, artist. No, no, no. You, you got the first letter right in G, okay? Just goat. Bro. Goat Drake. Everyone falls
1: off. Everyone falls off. Everyone starts to buy the hype at some point. He's bought his hype and he stopped being as great as he was. He's still a good artist. He puts out songs every now and again that are great, but he's like, like I'm telling you, man. Like, I try not to judge artists. I try my best not to, but then sometimes it's like you get caught up in like, yo, honestly, when you know you've listened to great albums, and then he's like or she's like, I'm putting out another album. The expectation for that album. In my opinion, when you're at Drake's level, Kanye's level, you know, Kendrick Lamar, Beyonce, Jay-Z, my standard is so high for them that if they don't ever reach it, it, just, it it's just, like, very deflating. And then on top of that, when you have him, like, basically trying something new, I, I just didn't get the vibe that he did a good enough job, like, so then it's, like, to me, it, it, it almost seems lazy. That's what it seemed like. It just seemed lazy. Like he didn't put in the necessary work that he could have to make this like a truly great album. If he had made it a great house album, like honestly, I, I wouldn't even dispute it. But like I feel like I've listened to better.
0: What flavor of haterade are you drinking, bro?
1: Bro, man, you can <laughs> say whatever you want to say, man. I'm just being this I'm guy, just being honest.
0: This guy Drake was able to do things that a lot of people would never dare to do. A lot of rappers would never dare to do and he's doing it and he's backing it up with numbers. Let's be real. A lot of people fall off. No, no, no. Ron, Ron, hold on. You said it and I agree with you. A lot of people fall off. Drake hasn't yet. So clearly he's doing I seen Lil Wayne fall off. I seen TI. I I seen Kanye take a little dip. I even seen Jay-Z take a little 50 Cent took a dip. Snoop took a dip. But Drake is still going. So clearly he's doing something amazing.
1: Okay, so for one, Drake, to me, he's not only a rapper. He is an artist. He started off acting. His first album was a rap album. or He had mixtapes I listened to. He has a rap album. Then he had an R&B album. So at that point, and that was quite possibly his best album. So he has already broke that mold. Where, yeah, I'm a rapper, but I can also, you know, do R&B. I can try my best at singing. So because he was successful at those things, at that point in his mind, in my opinion, he was able to be like, you know what, let me take chances. Let me take chances. I'm just saying that what he didn't take care, I feel like he, he, it was a proper representation of R&B. Is he the greatest singer? No. But will I say that that's one of the greatest R&B albums? Yes. You know what I mean? In my opinion, Take Care, I think it is. So then it's just like now, when I see him doing the same thing in other genres, and it's not hitting the same, because I actually listen to those genres, now I'm a hater. You know, if other artists, you know, feel that they can only do rap, and then now Drake is the reason why they're not able, they're going to start experimenting and doing other things, then, you know, that's a completely different element from what I'm saying about this specific album. I never said he's not a great artist. What he's doing is trend setting, especially with rappers that, because all the people that you listed before, they stayed rappers, and that's why they lost a touch, because it's like, after a while, like, you're, you're 34 years old, you're 50 years old, you're 40 years old, like. You can't relate to us anymore, so like we're not listening to you. That's basically what happens. So like the fact that he's trying new things, like you know, that's proper for him, man. But like, don't tell me that just because he's trying new things, I gotta say that this is a great album, man. Like he's a great artist for sure. No,
0: no I w- I never said great album. I just said he's a goat because he's able to. I so just feel that we uh, use versatile. that term.
1: Like, I feel like we not live forever, so we got to chill. He's a, one of the greatest artists of our era, for sure. In this era, I'd say him, I'd say Kanye. Like, who else is there? Kendrick and Cole. Those are the people in our era. But clearly, he's had the... Like, he had what? From 2009 to, like... He was killing it. Uh, he was killing
0: it from... His first one was... Uh, Would you say So Far Gone?
1: He was doing music no. before then. That was So Far Gone was, was 2009, no? nine. yeah. Yeah, so that was his first album, but he had all those things with um, Young Money, Cash Money. He had mixtapes before, so his run could have been longer, but that was when he became prominent. So from there to 2016, for sure, he was one of the best. But that was in the middle of Kobe, or not Kobe, Kanye's prime. So, like, it's kind of like the whole Kobe and LeBron thing. Yeah, like, Kobe was Stop. young. LeBron, yo, it is. What are you talking about? Uh, you know what? Let's just move on, yeah. I'm done, mm-hmm. man. I know you don't nah, like man. music enough, yo. Like, so I don't even know why I'm even talking to you about it. Don't, don't get me wrong.
0: Kanye is sick. I said I'm done, yo. You can keep talking, man. I'm done. <laughs> Kanye's sick, but nah, man. We can't, we can't put, like, you got to remember, Kobe... And Kobe and LeBron are like two and three of all time. We can't put Kanye is not up there with Drake, right? I, I don't see that. I don't see that. But everyone, welcome to another episode of Knowledge and Nonsense, episode 64. Remember to listen, subscribe, like, give us the hearts the five stars give us all that love um so Ron where would you like to start off today you decide all right um we'll start you know what we'll start with your boy Kanye um so uh we know that the BT awards have passed and gone amazing show amazing show um so we know that Puff P Diddy received the Lifetime Achievement Award. Um again, Diddy's career from start to finish, what he did with Biggie, what he has done with his career, Mace, the whole bad boy empire. I remember when he had uh that show, I think it was Make It Making the Ban or something like that. And then he had also that another show with Sean John. I had a few Sean John uh I had a Sean John pants and I had a few shirts. I even had a hat. You know, but Puff has done amazing has done amazing things for the community as well for the industry but the reason why i, I want to talk about this is because kanye west went on stage and he made some he made he, he made a, a a comment that kind of like ruffled a few feathers feathers so he said uh diddy inspired so many of my choices so many of my life choices my wife choices and here we are so when i heard that And I also heard the crowd's reaction. I was... I don't know. I don't know if that was a shot to Diddy. I don't know if that was a shot to Kim. I don't even know. Maybe that wasn't even a shot. But from myself, I I just don't think... I think it was was an inside joke between him and Diddy. But I'll be completely honest. Saying that in front of the crowd at such a special moment for Diddy... Because now, look... That's the main thing that people remember. Right. It kind of took away from Diddy's big moments. So maybe maybe say that in a press conference after the award show when you're leaving and people want to interview if they do get the opportunity to do that, do it on a podcast, do it on your social media. It's fine. But I just think that kind of took away some of the shine. But I have no problem with what he said, you know, so what about you?
1: Like, honestly, like, I I haven't watched BET Awards in a minute. I don't even think I have a BET channel, to be honest with you. But, like, I kind of heard about what happened. I just feel that, like, at the end of the day, he's divorced. Apparently, he was trying to get back his wife. He's going to be bitter, man. Like, she's basically all over social media, all over TV or, like, whatever. Like, with her boyfriend, her new boyfriend. He's definitely going to be scorned, so, like, whatever he says at that point, you know, like, is, to me, is fair game. Maybe the timing of it was a bit suspect, obviously, because he was there giving a speech for Diddy. But clearly he was out of the public eyesight for a while. I guess Diddy asked him to come for this. He showed up, and this is what happens, you know? Like, he probably wasn't ready for this. And you know Kanye does, I've been to a bunch of his concerts, like, from time to time, when he starts talking, he just goes on his tangents, man, and it's just like you just gotta take it.
0: True, true, true. Um, I like his getup though, the the outfit he wore, the whole mask covering up his body, that's a pretty, pretty sick getup. Um, I wonder if this is gonna be the new fashion wave. I, cause I I will give out of, from all the rappers I know from m- my memory. Um, other than maybe yeah, he will definitely be number one when it comes to being a fashion trendsetter. Like, yeah, you got the ASAPs. Yeah, you have uh, guys being able to get exclusive stuff. But man, what he was able to do a Yeezy on the Nike side and on the Adidas side. Right. And just all that, the fashion, like some of the things look super basic, but there's a reason why he's a billionaire. Right. So he clearly made a lot of good business choices.
1: Obviously, man. These guys, man, they're they're connected to people that we're not connected to. Clearly there's some sort of information or feedback that they're getting regarding these things. So like I would expect any celebrity or any um musician, artist that creates clothes to to make something that's pretty good. Especially if someone like Kanye. I feel like Kanye he doesn't think the same way as most people, so I guess he's a little bit more open-minded. We've seen how his Yeezys are,
0: so, you know, people like him and just keep on doing what you're doing. Would you ever buy a pair of Yeezys? I wouldn't. They're, they're, they're out of my price range.
1: I, I see every single pair of Yeezys that come up. Like, I just, I've never purchased a single one. Like, I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't have minded buying, like, the Yeezys. I think it's 350s, like those kind. But the stuff that's coming
0: up now is definitely not my uh, cup of tea. True, true. So, oh, so hold on. You, I, I noticed you said something. You went to Kanye West's concert a few times. Have you ever been to a Drake concert? A few, any? Once, twice? I've never been to a Drake concert okay now you see everybody i hope you guys see this little bias from ron he goes to kanye he went to a few but he never went to any of drake's and you saw he was so adamant about protecting kanye all right all right
1: i'm not protecting kanye i just said that i've been to a few of his concerts because his concerts were more affordable i'm not paying for ovo fest it's right, not no, a Drake I mean. concert, it's a whole festival, man. If I'm going to go to a festival, like, I've been to Tomorrowland. Those tickets were mad expensive, but that was more of an experience. I've been to Veld because it was pretty reasonably priced. OVO Fest, by the time I try to buy tickets, they're overpriced. They're, um, it's all resale. I'm not, not paying for resale, man.
0: Okay. I, I,
1: I, again, just like have what you said earlier Rock- on. Have you been to a Drake concert? I've been to one. Which one?
0: Uh, OVO Fest 20. The last one. You see, you're a baller, though. See, that's why. Mr. No, investor, no, I, man.
1: This oh, guy was man. a manager. You see, you're a baller, bro. So what are you talking about? I ain't a baller. You know I'm not a baller. So what are we talking about, man? Uh, do you
0: see? not see what I drive? I am not a baller.
1: <laughs> bro. <laughs>
0: Whatever, man. Nope, not me. Remember, one Ovio Fest ticket is probably a one and a half of Kanye West's. You went to a few. So you a baller. Bro, I'm older than you.
1: I went to Kanye concerts when they were cheaper, when concerts usually cost under $100 and you could be relatively close. Yeah, now all the concerts you have to pay, what, 100 minimum? And that's if you get the tickets first go. If you don't get the tickets, you're paying resale. Which is anywhere from, what, $200, $500? Bro, I'm not doing that. And I'm also not sitting at a computer all day waiting to buy a ticket with my credit card handy and then getting locked out, bro. Like, that shit is just all... F- it's all bullshit, man. All of that crap. If you want to pay for my ticket, if you want to wait in the line for me and then I pay you back eventually,
0: I'll, 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 I'll go to a Drake concert. You and see, you
1: ain't want to do it? Like-
0: Likewise with the Kanye. Likewise, guy, next time, bro, next man. time you go to Kanye, uh, let me know and we'll 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 sit we'll we'll vibe because together, not, right? Bro, I am definitely not going to a concert with you because you know what? My snoring will be
1: probably too loud for the concert. So here we go, man. You see, like this is what I mean. I like I'm just being critical. If you want me to be critical of Kanye, I am, but I can be. I just don't talk about him. You don't call him a goat, and I don't call him the goat either. I just say they're the greatest of the era.
0: Goats see goats. It's a goat thing, you know. Bro, you gotta Goatsy chill, me
1: you're not a goat. <laughs> no, no, you're you're the old term for goat, yo. Like a goat, you know. Like <laughs> you're not a special.
0: No, 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 no. Like I'm like goats. It remember, there's goats in certain things, right? There's goats in music there's goats in acting there's goats in sports and there's goats in fantasy
1: how can you be the greatest of all time if you've only lived for like a hundred years of all time like why in like our why division do we do this in, in our yeah. league goat bro you you gotta stop this man it, the league has only been around for nine years and you're like i'm the goat like what, what? that's just corny man
0: <laughs> like, <what>? goat status <laughs> Uh, moving on to other topics. So Airbnb, um, so Ron, you 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 brought this uh, story up. So Airbnb is now uh, permanently banning all parties. Um, I think that's super crazy. I I think they're I think maybe they want to transition, um, into more of a get together family vacation more than just uh hey we let's party and let's mess up. Now there have there has been uh I know since this year there I can recall two shootings that happened cuz of re cuz there was an Airbnb party. Now it's it sucks that parties are being related to shootings cuz who knows that could have probably happened anyways. I don't think it's fair, but hey, if the business wants to do that and that's the rule, they will have to deal with maybe another application coming around saying, "Hey, you know what Airbnb doesn't let you doesn't allow you guys to have parties, but we will." And they this could mess up their their entire business, so let's see what happens.
1: Like honestly, like if it does mess up their business then yeah, I guess that that's what they expected. I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of issues when it comes to these parties that I'm not seeing. Most of the Airbnbs I've been in, other than when I'm traveling, have been for parties. And we're pretty respectful. But, like, I just feel like maybe with all the nonsense that's happening, you know, like, I don't have a house. I don't know what's going on. So, like, I'll just give them the benefit of the doubt and just assume that, like, they have more insight on this than I do. I just feel that they're definitely going to be losing some sort of business, you know, because a lot of these parties happen at the bigger venues. And I don't know too many people that are willing to pay, you know, for these 16 room units that you you have to rent for like seven days minimum. And they cost like $10,000.
0: Like, my God, like it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) with the with the prices being so high, you actually need to plan a party like. Um, my friends and I, we always try to go up north uh, for Canada Day, but this the plans man, always flop because this man,
1: this man skipped my bachelorette. Eh? I remember, but then he goes every Canada Day, so this guy probably went to a college. That's why he didn't show up to mine.
0: Ron, you didn't hear what I said. It flopped, right? Because prices Cap, were.
1: You're just creating I, an I... excuse now. You you just said that because you knew you didn't show up to mine. So, Ron,
0: you got to remember, you got to remember there there was there was your your bachelor party was during the pandemic, was it not? Okay. Right? So, when I'm talking about Canada Day, I'm talking prior to the pandemic. So, these are two sure. separate events, right? So, what I'm trying to say is dozy when when I'm trying to plan, right? those Canada day events. When we go up to like blue mountain, there was one year we went, we only did this twice. And after that, the planet just kind of collapsed and it didn't work one because just everyone was just not on the same page. And two price, right? Because for a two to three long uh, for a two to three days, right? Everyone needs to cough up maybe four, four or five bills, right? It, a lot of people, again, everyone comes from a different situation, so that's why those things kind of fall, fall out of place and just never happen. It's, it's expensive, man.
1: You have to be willing to spend the money or you have to hopefully know or own your own cottage. Know someone that has one or own your own. That's the only options.
0: You know how hard it is to own? And the thing is that if you want to actually own a cottage, you're going to have to worry about maintaining it Um, you're gonna have to worry, and the maintenance of a cottage is crazy because you're gonna have to worry about electricity, you're gonna have to worry about heat, you're gonna have to worry about um gas, plumbing, the wildlife around. So it can be pretty annoying, right? Now this is just gonna hurt those people that own these properties because now there's gonna just naturally be less people to. There's not gonna gonna be less people for cottages. Trust me. I think I think with uh, this is going to hinder a few people, and just by hindering a few people, that's thousands of dollars out of Airbnb's pocket, which results in less money for these hosts. I'm telling you, man. When it comes to this type of stuff, they're not gonna have an
1: issue for cottages. Maybe for like condos that, and like the ones that are more in the
0: GTA, but I don't foresee there being a significant problem with cottages. So what about when it comes to like New Year's? You're telling me. Red flags are not going to be all over the place. When There's going to be a to lot all, of red flags. For, like, people don't typically go
1: to cottages at New Year's.
0: Blue Mountain?
1: But Blue Mountain, that's, uh, okay, well, that's not really cottage area as much as, say, you know, going up north, proper up north. That's only, like, an hour away from Brampton. That's not, like, far enough, in my opinion. Like where I had my bachelor party, it's legitimately only cottages. Like that was probably two and a half, three hours away from the GTA. That was in Bob Cajun. Like it's obviously a town that people live in, but like there was like cottages. Like I there's no way people are living in those all year because I don't know how the hell they would be able to get out.
0: But now let's say you want let's say this coming New Year's, you wanted to relive that experience again. And you're going with a group of people. Let's say you're going with 10. You're telling me when you uh, rec- when you're putting in all that information, you're trying to rent out that Airbnb. No red flags are going to pop up on Airbnb side. There's going to be a few. New Year's, um, over 10 guests. So it's going to be harder. And then by you have to Probably go uh, maneuver over more hurdles. Maybe not you, but others might be like, yo, you know what? This is too damn annoying. I have no patience for this. I'm just going to give up and quit. And it's, it always will always have hurdles. I've never not
1: had hurdles when I've used Airbnb because usually when I'm using it, it's a group of like 10 people. Even for my bachelor party, they gave us a hard time. My sister came with us. And we had to get her involved in it. And once he realized that she was a woman and she was a nurse, he kind of felt that she was quite responsible. So then we, like, I messaged him, my friend messaged him, and he declined us right away. My sister messaged him, and then he allowed us. You know, there's, like, some sort of a thought process about, you know, the type of people you're going to get when it's a group of guys for a bachelor party. And then when they see that a girl's there, they're like, oh, okay, whatever. But a lot of these people have cameras, man. It's not like they wouldn't know that there's people there. You know. And the way that this article read, it was saying that Airbnb, if there's like any like housekeeping issues, there's a significant m- amount of money that they would be giving the hosts if anything happens, which tells me that they're going to charge the people that do break whatever policy that they do. It's never been easy to get into these cottages anyway, so I don't think that that's going to change significantly. I, that's why I was saying I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Clearly, they know something I don't. It's their business, so they would definitely be watching this a little bit differently.
0: The best thing when it comes to um, these situations is always competition. So maybe another platform can step in and allow people that freedom too book parties. It's kind of like remember how you, there was only Uber? Now there's Skip the Dishes and other um there's other uh delivery, food delivery businesses and because of that competition, now Uber, Skip the Dishes, they always have to come up with the best and the latest promos, right? To kind of to kind of put themselves above the other companies So, we'll see right now there's from my knowledge there's no company that comes close to Airbnb but we'll see if who swoops in it's like the banks for instance right in Canada we have the four major banks TD BMO CIBC and Scotia and yeah there's also RBC right and all those banks compete right for that number one spot so they always offer certain incentives for their customers so we'll see if a company could swoop in it's perfect time summer's just around the corner um yeah
1: it's not going to come into effect this year because you got to book these things back in january man it's insane so maybe next year we'll see a
0: difference true it's like i remember Chavalgo, was it i remember that it came out and their commercials were were popping all over the place it was on tv youtube internet um on the side, on the sidebar, when you are on your email, it was all over the place. So, uh, we'll see what will happen. Uh, so Ron, uh, you, uh, this is another one that you brought up with a bear that was actually a Roman, um, in a community and it actually got scared off on a cat. What happened with all that?
1: You saw the video. It was a Bengal cat. Bengal cats are pretty big, man. But it just kind of threw me off because I've been watching a show called Alone. And also, I was up in Muskoka. And we we're pretty sure we were being followed by a bear. Um, we have this, like, um fear fixation. And I think we should have a fear of these animals. But to see a bear run away from a Bengal cat, that threw me off. It just threw me off entirely because I'm just like, it's a cat. I know it's a bigger cat, but it's still a cat. And this bear just ran off. It's just like, so then are bears that tough? They're tougher than us, but are they truly that tough? So maybe I'll just get myself a dog. And then when they're fully grown, I'm going to be walking up
0: north, man. (laughs) Trying to scare off these animals. But you have a cat already, so you should be fine, no? Uh, Have you seen a Bengal cat?
1: No, I have not. You need to Google it. These cats are—they're not
0: house cat size. They're big cats. A bangle. Well, I Google won't do just if I like Google it. I would have to like see it in person to actually understand the true size of it. But I, cause watching the video, you can Google it. Okay, and it will compare to like. There's a, like, like
1: there's the original one, like the mother. Like the big, like oh, okay. it's like a big one. And then you can get them like the further away that they are like um, from being like a wild animal, like the better, like the, the more house caddish that they become.
0: Yeah, they look like, like I'm on Google right now. They look like little links. Yeah, but some of them are big, like the original okay. ones. But I, I believe i'm going to defend the bear here okay because bears are tough right i'm going to maybe one it was a cub right two again some of these creatures i'm talking about this bear maybe just the whole its whole entire life it was in the forest and it only saw humans other little creatures fish birds other bears and now when it's inside a completely different environment. I think it was a little shell shocked. Right? And then with that cat with the little arch on its back, hey, maybe that that's a scare tactic. That's the reason why the cat did that, right? They always say when you're I think even you said it, when a bear is approaching you, you always must always make yourself big. And that's what That's the cat only did. a
1: black bear. Only a black bear. Do not quote me on that when it comes to grizzlies
0: or polar bears. You better get the hell out of there. <laughs> well well Look, this bear was a black bear and it worked. So, but like, it's
1: a cat. Like, a bear is bigger than a cat. That's why it threw me off. I just found it very weird when I saw that because bears are scary to me, man. And to actually see a bear like run away off a cat, I'm just like, my God, are they truly that scary? (laughs) And I'm watching this show alone, man. Like, yo, when people actually know that there's bears after them. Yo, even the toughest people can get super shook. (laughs) So it's like,
0: that's that's a view I have of bears. But anyways. True, true. And just like you, I'm afraid of bears, too. Um... I know you're afraid of bears, man. You're probably afraid of uh, deer
1: because you call them moose. It it was a moose. Remember, you were not Yo, with me, Ron, so you can't. It's not you can't, a moose in Brampton. Check. I keep I keep having this conversation. Like I talk to a lot of people about this because it's like a very funny thing that they hear. They heard it on the podcast and they're like, A moose in Brampton? They're like, Yo, Mike is tripping. And then you're like doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on the fact that it was a moose. Bro. There's no moose in Brampton.
0: All right. I'm a very adventurous person, so I go in places that some of people have never been to in Brampton. There's no moose in
1: Brampton. Just say it with me. There's no moose in Brampton. There are
0: moose in Brampton. Oh,
1: my God. I know that this is going to be another conversation. This is one
0: thing. This is one. You know what? Honestly, I am my brother. He's in L.A. right now because he went away for work. When he comes back, I'm going to let him talk to you and all of our listeners. And he's going to tell you what happened that night. It's not a moose. All right, man. Deers have antlers or deer have antlers, too. No, no, no. But these antlers were like spider webs. Like, you know how like it wasn't like. It wasn't like a branch type of antler. Like, I'm talking like it's those antlers that were like, like they were like webbed Deer together. Deer have antlers too. Nah, but Ron, this one had the whole, the, this moose had, first of all, it was huge. It was bigger than a car. Taller than a car, sorry. And it had the little, the little, the little turkey thing at the neck. Ron, There's I'm telling no, you, it had, bro, it even had I'm a beard. I'm telling you, if it there had a was beard. a
1: moose in Brampton, that shit would have been on CP24. It would have been on City TV. It would have been on Global News, CBC. It would have been everywhere. It'd be on BBC, for goodness sake. Bro, if you see a moose in Brampton, like, that's newsworthy.
0: Ron, so you know where, um, so you clearly know where I live. You know cows were in my neighborhood before? Cows. But
1: Brampton has farms all over the place but there's no farms near my area. No, but they have farms all over the place in Brampton. If you go, you live in the northwest side of Brampton. There's farms there. There are farms there. I've driven there. So I don't know what you're trying to get at. Like, I think that that's weird seeing cows in your neighborhood, but I don't think that that's completely unrealistic because there's farms relatively close. But a moose, bro, you have to start going up to like, Bracebridge, you know, like Muskoka to actually start seeing moose like like seriously. That's like three hours away from here.
0: Hey. You could believe what you want to believe. I'm a no, stand no, on no, my no, word. No. I, and I'm not Mike, like I'm not Mike, like Ron. there's
1: sometimes you just gotta fall back and accept that you're you are you are wrong. Nope. I don't know nope. I don't
0: know <laughs> Nope. Ron, it was it was a straight moose. That's what I saw. It was a moose. Yo, I I still I am gonna go through my old emails and find my players that were with me. There were a moose. In there were two guys. There were two. There, so yo, all four of us will testify and say it was a moose. You'll see. You'll see. And then you're. It's just that it's hard to believe.
1: Oh but my! But it can never happen. Whoa. That's the thing. Like in this in Brampton I've seen turkey I've seen deer and like I saw I've seen a wolf before those are like the uh, coyotes obviously those are the only animals I've actually seen and I, I I even question if it's a wolf you know because like I saw it and then someone was like that's a wolf and I'm like bro it was far enough away that I couldn't tell for sure. But I questioned that too. But you know, a
0: moose. There is
1: a conservation area out like by where my parents live. So maybe, who knows? Maybe they brought moose there, you know, just for you. And it just walked off the Ron, road. Remember, that's what
0: those are things that you saw. I'm telling you what <laughs> I saw. I you Right. Know, there's a I, there's a difference between what you saw and what I saw. I saw a moose. Bro, right. regardless sisters, of whoever wants to
1: my sisters have seen moose and they send me pictures of live moose. Like they do not there's like a significant size difference between them and deers. I'm telling you, it's
0: a deer you saw. Alright, am I'm I'm happy you were, I'm happy you were in the car with me during that car ride. So you could uh let me know what I saw versus what I didn't unless unless right.
1: if you made a detour up to Muskoka, I'm just gonna keep laughing at this one thing. <laughs> hey man, hey man. It
0: is what it is. It is what it is. Um. So, Ron, get correct me if I'm wrong. So, starting in 2023, if I wanted, if myself, if I wanted to travel to the UK, there are going to be some extra steps. Not the UK. It's Europe. Sorry, Europe. Why do I keep... Euro, I always... Europe, UK. So, Europe. Yeah, sorry. So, if I want to travel to Europe, there's going to be extra steps, extra um, protocols I'm going to have to face, correct?
1: Yes. Uh, any of the European Union countries are going to have to get a visa if you're not from Europe, basically. So, US, Canada, UK, they have to get a visa to enter there. It's just a soft, it's not, it doesn't cost too much. Um, it's an application where they just, you know, check you out and just see if you're, I guess, good enough to go to their country. And then once they clear you, then you have this visa for three years. Okay.
0: Now, do you think this is going to cause a hindrance for travelers? I just feel I that yes. there's
1: so many things that they make you do when it comes to traveling you know adding in this whole covid business you know visas you have to get them you depending on the country you go to you have to get all these shots you have to make sure you understand what the country's procedures are etc it's just like there's just so many things that we got to figure out i feel like they need to make this stuff a lot easier and just leave it like i just i don't get it man like it's just so annoying. Like traveling is something that I feel everyone should do, but there's just so many hurdles placed in front of people in order to travel. You know, it's just ridiculous, man. They should make things a little bit more seamless.
0: Remember earlier on when uh there was the the, the protest at the border and the truckers and others were blocking the border so people couldn't uh pass through like I know one of the most more popular border is the Windsor border. Um, and we heard those rumors of Russia, um, you know, <laughs> planning that. Do you think maybe because of that, why Europe is implementing this new process? But, like, they're doing it for Canada,
1: U.S., and the U.K. Based on what I saw, I don't think it's a problem yeah, for I- Russia.
0: Yeah, I don't see Russia on this list, but I'm just saying, remember, someone could be from a terrorist group from one of these countries on the list, and then they're going to try to come over. But they could
1: be from one of those countries, and they don't have to do this visa thing. They can just go from country to country, and they could be terrorists there, and there's no problem. But then a Canadian comes, and then now they're all, all of a sudden concerned about terrorists? Make it make sense, Mike.
0: Make it make sense. I guess it's the whole thing. Like, you see how, like, if America implemented something like this, Canada would not. I'm going to assume Canada wouldn't be part of it. So I think maybe Europe and Russia. Well, we
1: can go there. We don't need a visa to go to the U.S.
0: No, no, I'm saying, like, if they implemented something like this, like, you know, to enter in, you're going to need a special type of security clearance. Right. I know we don't need a visa, but I'm saying in the future, let's say there is some type of security threats. Right. Like, look, look what happened after 9-11, how so many things changed. Right. And we had the whole issue at the border. And a lot of people were saying that was a security risk as well. Um, threat. Sorry. So maybe let's say they do implement something like this. I know America would not hit Canada with the same rules. So I think that's what happened with Europe and Russia like okay so you need a visa to travel to
1: a lot of countries but europe was not one of those places we need a visa to travel to back in the day now the fact that they're implementing this is to me is problematic i just like that that's where i stand on this it's just like it's not that much money like obviously you have to qualify so then once you qualify it lasts for three years i just feel like it's just a bit outrageous like What what's going on here, man? Like like honestly, like it just everything is just getting super controlled, super rigid, and then the reasons for them don't always make sense. The only way I see is that they're trying to get money or they're trying to keep some people out. But people that really want to get into your country are going to get into your country regardless, you know. So I don't know if it's for protection because if it's for protection, I don't think they're doing a very good job of it, anyways.
0: Yeah, you're still gonna need your passport. It says you don't uh can enter without needing a V okay. So yeah, so you're still gonna need is yeah, it's just another piece of document that you're gonna have to keep um that you're just gonna have to prepare for your trip. I know. I have
1: to do that when I go to Africa, that's fine. In Ghana when I go. That's the only place I've been to there. So I have to do it there. So I, I kind of understand what the whole process is. It's not like that. Te- like unne- I just think it's unnecessary. Because I've been to Europe and I didn't have to be worried about any of that stuff before. And then now all of a sudden it's like now all the EU countries are completely separate of everyone else. So like anyone else has to pay or do a visa thing. It's just it's just annoying, man. It's just annoying to me.
0: Okay. Maybe, maybe the whole Ukraine thing also plays a role in this. I, like, again, I, I'm
1: Canadian. I, I don't know why they're doing this. Like, if they have a problem with Ukraine or Russia, how does that impact Canada? I, I just need it to make sense.
0: Okay. I, I, I hear that. I hear that. So, a while back ago, a woman was being uh, sexually assaulted at, the, at a downtown subway um, by a man. What is this guy's name? We don't care about his name. We don't care. Okay, I, I agree. Um, so he was, you know, committing a crime, but there were luckily there were bystanders around who was able to uh come to the girls' rescue. Um now he has he is arrested and he's off the streets which is great. Um great teamwork by everybody around. This is why I was so big on police at least one to two police officers should be at just stationed at these subways cuz we don't know what could be happening. Sometimes these subways get dark, sometimes they get lonely, right? And then there are times where you just you just see pure craziness, pure madness. So I'm say I'm really if I could, if I was one of those politicians, I would be this would be one of my promises, right? Safety on the streets because someone should not be taking public transit, public transit, keyword public and be faced with this situation and be put in that like, you know, so I would definitely push for this. And it's just it's sad. And it's scary, you know, like, you're going to work, you could be going to a friend's house, a party's house, visiting family, and this could happen to you. So um, I really hope that You know, our mayor, right, even the uh, premier can see these things and push for some type of change. As
1: bad as the situation was, I like the fact that it was um, bystanders that were able to stop it and um, basically restrain the person that uh, committed this crime. I feel sometimes like we have to take a little bit more accountability about the things that are happening around us. I know like I'm not saying that you have to risk your life, but at the same time, if you see something that shouldn't be happening, happening, maybe you should, you know, try to stop it before it becomes a problem, because as we know, the police aren't going to get there quickly enough. You know, they're probably not even going to get there until the person is far gone, you know, so being a good Samaritan is pretty good in these situations um especially seeing all the nonsense that was going on in the subways like for the past like few months and even in Toronto there's a lot of nonsense going on man Leigh got burnt recently at Kipling station like this type of stuff is just ridiculous i don't know what's going on so um stay safe out there be vigilant and if you see a crime and there's enough of you around maybe try to stop it from escalating if you can safely
0: i agree that word is very key safely cuz you don't want to be a hero and then be a martyr, right? But, like, and the thing is that you don't know what someone could be packing, right? You don't know they have a gun. You don't know they have a knife or any other type of weapon. So it, it, it becomes harder to be someone of action rather than just be a bystander. Because at that very moment, you're probably thinking, hey, you know what? I'm okay. I'm safe. Something." good should happen someone should see and then they take action but you're gonna be kind of fearful because just remember just we we talked about it in a few episodes ago right like i just pulled out a gun it's not like there's metal detectors or some type of dog sniffing a gun dog right at right there at the entrance of the subway to prevent people from bringing in dangerous weapons so you never know you truly never know but hey these bystanders uh, not, I'm not even going to call them bystanders, just these people, these civilians at the subway. They were able to uh, prevent um, something terrible that could have happened. So, Ron, really, really crazy story. So there was uh, a skateboard competition. Right. Um, so there was there was a lot of teens, but then there was one contestant in that. Uh, skateboard competition, who was a trans woman at the age of 29. The, The trans woman did win, right? And then the person that came in second place was 13 years old. So there are people that are upset about this situation, right? Stayed in that one. How do you have someone who's this old and someone who was born a biological male? Um, I'll be completely honest. I'm going to look at it like this. So when we were in school um, and I kind—I felt bad for females, right? Um, I felt bad for the girls in my grade because they, they wanted to maybe participate in a certain sport. Um, a sport I could say would be, I can't really think of one because my school, we participated in every sport. But there are schools where... Because there is not enough girls to commit or enough girls that want to participate, they cannot play the sport. Maybe they might have to in- introduce that rule when it comes to transgender individuals, people, right? right. Maybe there might need to be three divisions, one for biological males, one for biological females, and then one for transgender uh, people as well. Right. uh, Just to make it a bit more feel, as we saw, there was that swimming competition. Right. And a trans person won. And we saw what happened. There was a ban. A lot of people were outraged about this. We need to make sports fair again. Right. And I'm not only just talking about the trans part. I'm also talking about the age part as well. Right. So. I know we don't want to hurt anyone. I know we want to be inclusive, but at the same time, there are foundations and there are pillars that we must upheld. And allowing something like this can jeopardize the the whole... it can jeopardize the the morale of the sport. All right, so.
1: I do definitely agree about the age restriction for sure. They should definitely do something about it. I don't, I've never heard of any sport where a 29 year old is competing against a 13 year old. That to me is absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Clearly, there's already unfair advantages in this situation. As for the transgender sport athletes, okay, primarily. When it's a trans woman competing against other women, I definitely see that. Like in the two cases that of note, I actually think I've seen three cases. So there was the the swimmer, I think it was Leah Thompson Thomas, uh, the skateboarder, this person twenty nine, and then there was uh one that I saw last year. I think it was a couple years ago of um trans uh women track athletes, like. The way that these individuals are winning is just seemingly like they're just obliterating their competition. And if all their competition is biological women, and you see that they're just obliterating their competition, clearly something's not right. And they have to look at changing the rules in order to make it a little bit more fair. Especially if somebody has been competing in a particular sport their whole life, competing against men, and then all of a sudden they when they transition, now they're competing against women. I, they, they just gotta make it fair, because there was um, a Kenyan, uh, the lady, I um, can't remember oh, that her name. track
0: star, a couple of years yeah. back, and she was d's Yeah, she
1: was, she was killing the competition, and then they started talking about trans testosterone levels for her, and like it was a whole issue, and all of that. So, if it was an issue in that regard, and to my knowledge, she is a woman. Like, she's a biological, like, cis woman. She like. was. So then if she was a woman and that caused all this uproar, why is it that... And she, they actually had sanctions placed on her. Why is it that in this situation we're not necessarily doing the same thing? To me, it doesn't look right. It's very inconsistent. And if that was already an issue then, then clearly it's an issue that they need to address now. especially. You don't want women to start complaining, especially the ones that are competing. You know, like ultimately, like if it's a problem that they're bringing up, you got to address it. Like you just have to address it. And maybe they need to make rules that are very specific to this. Um as to your point about making a transgender only division, I personally don't think that that's really that possible at this time. I like to my knowledge, I'm not seeing that many in sports so that that whole make a separate division it, it, it doesn't seem like it would be very competitive or it would have that many competitors so right now that just seems like a long shot or a dream so that that's my view on it like i like honestly i don't understand it like i had an example i remember a couple of years ago when i was playing softball people were saying that um because there's different levels of softball. It's pretty competitive. It can get competitive. And there was like a a man, a former man who transitioned to a woman, but he was like a he was like at one of the highest levels in men. And then he transitioned to the one of the highest levels in women, but he was just dominating. And there was such an uproar over it like I like they have to. There has to be something to make it a little bit more fair. You can't just you know transition and then compete. Especially like come on, like LeBron. Like I'm using the example, but if someone like as good as LeBron James is like one of the best male uh, like basketball players of all time, transition and then start playing in the WNBA. I'm just very curious to see how great the difference would be, because I, I personally think there will be a difference like a significant one, but I'm just curious to see how great it would be. And it, would that be fair? I don't think so in that situation. So they got to do something about it.
0: Now, what if, what if all the competitors are okay? Should something still be, I don't, I don't even know the, the word to use. Should something still be looked into maybe a rule should be in place or should you just kind of, leave it be right because this is an individual sport i personally think
1: if so in the scenario you gave or the like it's a real life scenario but like there was the second place didn't have a problem with it and the girl that finished i think fifth place had a problem with it like if one person has a problem with it there's a high chance that more have a problem with it you know it's just like as we see in life, only a few, like, not everyone is vocal about the problems that they have. So you, at that point, you have to start addressing. But if everyone is completely okay with it in the sport, then I feel like it's almost a non-issue. But, uh, like, come on. We live in the world today. There's no way that everyone is unanimous on anything, about anything. Every single thing that we talk about in this day and age is up for debate it's all about the hot takes it's ridiculous so your scenario is more fictitious than the moose in brampton
0: <laughs> wait 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 what two situations are you comparing no the, the situation where every
1: what? single person competitor every single woman is like we have no problem with it there is no way in hell that everyone in that division is not going to have a problem with it we live in a world now where everything is up for debate so like I was just saying that scenario is very fictitious
0: okay 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 yeah but we'll see what happens we'll see what happens we notice i noticed that a lot of this is becoming um i'm not, it's not even becoming i'm boosting with that but in in I won't lie in the world of the the news when you plugging your phone in you uh you want to read something or watch something it's coming up a lot so um will we'll see what happens right because i'm still waiting for that one moment where that high school top 50 athlete who can't or the person who's top 60 and they can't crack it into the top 50 and then they say yo maybe it's time for me to switch right maybe like again you can feel like that or you may have that inner calling saying that you are if you're a male you might be called as a female and vice versa right but i'm still waiting for that moment where it's where it's on a larger scale like this is just a a little tournament but in their in their little area but when it comes to the big stage let's see what happens i
1: i want to challenge this
0: because you want to challenge this,
1: I'm, tra- I'm challenging your what you're saying right then and there about a top 50, top 60 athlete transitioning over. Okay, you're the sport that you almost always talk about is basketball. Okay, would you prefer playing in the NBA or the WNBA based on the salaries? I'd rather play in the NBA. So then, why would a person that's top 50, top 60 athlete? In the men's division, transition over to a woman and then make significantly less money than in the men's division.
0: So, Ron, I, I agree with you. I think it wouldn't be a smart financial move. But, Ron, in this day and age, we all know people, common sense is not so common. A lot of people do things and we're just like, huh, what? What, what just happened? So yes, to me and you, it would, the better route would be go to the NBA, but some people just take the other route. Am I wrong? Or am I right? Really?
1: Some people are different, but like that just like the implication is that they're making a decision based off of the fact that they're no longer competitive in one division. That's like, like in that sense, it
0: kind of makes it seem a little bit more malicious. Their intent like I- I'm going to say something. I did not check it, but I had a conversation and maybe someone could fact check this for me. But um, apparently there's going to be a trans. Uh, a transgender uh, cheerleader in the NFL, allegedly this upcoming season, I did not. Again, I'm going to repeat. I did not research into it. I heard about it. Right, so I am gonna look into it more, but that's what I heard. Right, so I'm just saying, what Ron, it's getting close. I'm just saying it's getting close. It's getting close. But males it's, it's, can it's be at, cheerleaders too. No, no, I'm not saying they. I'm not saying no one. I'm not. If you want to be a cheerleader, you could go and be a cheerleader. I'm just saying, like, it's starting to get in every aspect. You know, we have it in amateur. Now we have it. We never had it in, let's say, let's say the, what I, the, the, the information that I presented was correct. And that's actually a thing. I saw now an look.
1: article. Yeah. I think it's the Buffalo bills. They're going to be having. Oh, okay. So, other. so,
0: okay. So now look, first one ever in pro level cheerleading right now. We'll see. It'll happen in college. Eventually. And then maybe it might happen in pro sports. I'm not just talking not only in basketball, but it could happen in every sport. You got to remember, Ron, we see right now we're in that day and age where females are trying to break that barrier. We see Becky Hammond. Uh, There was a a female uh, referee, I believe in the Super Bowl. I think it was the last Super Bowl or Super Bowl before, but they're breaking barriers, right? And what's going to happen is other people from different communities are going to say hey if black people could break this barrier if females could break this barrier why not me and i feel like that's naturally going to happen we, may, we might not be we might not see it in our lifetime but let's be real it will eventually happen i just feel that like i need to see it more to believe it uh,
1: just looking at sports the way it is they will definitely be coming up with rules to make it fair. They did it to a woman that had higher testosterone levels than people. So if there's a problem that they feel needs to be addressed, they will address it. I just don't, like, like the scenario that you brought up about the top 60 person, I just don't see it. Like, anyone that knows how much money you make in male sports will always choose male sports so if you could transition to a male i feel like you'd be seeing more people trying to do that but transitioning to like a woman and then playing in women's sports knowing full well that the women's sports don't make as much money it's like like what are you doing it for you know what i mean like you must be doing it for a reason i i tend to think that when people transition there's something a lot deeper going on than just I want to be the best woman in this sport or I want to be the best oh, for sure. So there's like, so then that malicious intent, like it kind of seemed like the intentions were malicious when you said that because I don't feel that a top 60 athlete, like if you're top 60, that means you're close, you're going to be able to go to an NCAA school. So once you go to NCAA, even maybe even the G League or going to Europe, So you're good enough to get there. So that means that you're close enough to the NBA where you would at least give it a shot. And then to transition to become a woman to be the best WNBA player, knowing they don't make anywhere near what the best NBA player or even one of the lowest NBA players makes. That doesn't make sense.
0: No, my again, my example is I again, I added in a few things. I filtered it a few And I added a few things, but pretty much my only thing was the message. The point that I was trying to get across was what happens in those situations if a college athlete who was not able to make it to the NBA, right, or the NFL or the MLB, right? And then they switch over to the the female side of that college sport. What happens then? Right, that 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 was the only point I was trying to make. Yeah, I added in some extra factors and aspects, but overall, I was just trying to make a point of the fifteenth man on uh, on a college boys' team, but then he switches over to play a uh, female sports. What happens then?
1: We will see when it happens.
0: Yeah, I think you should. I think people should maybe start thinking of rules because we don't know what could be happening right a lot of people look at bruce for instance right uh bruce from the kardashians right this this guy's old and he just came out re- not recently but he just he went through his transition right and look how old he is right and people become more brave uh when they feel okay you know it's a time for me to go out so i'm gonna I'm going to, I'm going to tell people my truth. Right. And so we don't know something could just pop up the next day. Right. And we got to see what happens after that. But come up with a rule now, start thinking of something. Um. Is there well, anything else? No, everything else is good for me. What about for you? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of knowledge and nonsense make sure you review sorry not review (laughs) make sure that you guys rate listen subscribe do all those good stuff one love one love guys